yourself under my protection. Big man in a suit of armor. Take that off, what are you? What's but a smile on that face? I'm touching myself tonight. How could a woman possibly fight you? There are two things I want to do. I want an American cheeseburger. Ah, 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 ah. Valtrin Network. Um, what's up, guys? And uh, welcome to the DC vs. Marvel podcast, where we talk about the latest DC and Marvel movie news. My name is Urz, and I'm your regular DC fanboy. And once again, uh, in the red corner, representing Marvel Comics, is my boy, Eds. How you doing, bro? I'm wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> good. Wonderful. We've got, we got Wonderful. all of these Marvel wow. Marvel projects. It's a, it's a good time to be a it's Marvel a zombie. Lot of Marvel Marvel pro- projects coming. It's like um, you know, that's the thing, man. It's like they they do something that is not that is kind of slightly ropey, and then everybody gets a little bit depressed, and then two <laughs> days later, two days later, it's like uh it's like they've released like 10 projects for you guys to uh to think, okay. Well, you know, the last one doesn't matter so much. Let's, uh, exactly. you know, let, let's concentrate exactly. on this stuff. You know what I mean? So, exactly. um, so yeah, man, um, guys, this is, uh, we've got a lot of Marvel news uh, today for you guys. So, um, yeah, it's, um, it's been a good weekend there for me as well. I finally got this, uh, the, the Batman world um, from, from Turkey because my parents came uh, wow. this weekend. It took that stuff. long. Damn. So yeah, yeah. So they, uh, so they did that. So that, it, uh, basically, like, um, if you read the profiles of all the people in that, um, in the Batman World thing, it's got like Brian Azzarello doing the writing, writing for the American one, and all these other guys, like, basically who are who are like you know top comic book writers in their field in their different countries right so it's got profiles of all of them and then the profile of the guy who wrote the turkish story um it's like you know he owns a comic book shop and is like you know he's got it reads like he's got no pedigree kind of thing right it's like he's uh, i mean the story's good don't get me wrong the story is actually one of the better ones out of of all the Batman world stuff but um it's like um he it's got like it's got like a profile like if we're writing a profile like of me or you like it's just like he loves to go to the comic cons <laughs> it's like right. it's like just the average person like who's that, he's managed to get into this thing that actually that's actually a nice thing today because that's what used to happen back in the day where fans like i think star trek fans could sub submit their scripts and they could actually mm-hmm. there's a chance that they could actually get that stuff on telly like that's yeah. how it should be because you know that's where the passion is we ain't trying to sell out and squeeze in agendas we just want to tell a great story about the heroes we love so yeah well so, done dc for doing especially letting yeah fans so that's good so that's good so but so basically my mom so my mom goes to the shop right and um and basically she she gets this book and um and the guy there who's serving her he goes uh he goes do you do you want them to sign it and um, i was like what do you mean do you want them to sign it and he goes yeah yeah we can get him to sign it right and um, i was like oh, i don't know you know i'm going i'm going to england like you know next week or whatever to do it and, and then, then the guy just calls them from the back the writer and the artist because wow. they're on this comic book wow. and they just come out and sign it so so basically right so these, so the two guys have, have signed the book, right? Damn. Because because my mom basically walked in and bought it and was like, and they're like, they're like, oh, do you want these? Like just random, like. 
do you want these cards? Like, we'll give you these random cards. This like got nothing to do with like. I mean, there's like a picture of Deadpool here and stuff. <laughs> Just like you know, do you do you do you want these random cards and this other like, kind of stuff? Really like mom's like, yeah, saying. safe. Yeah, they're kind of like bookmark. Just like you know, do you want to uh, you know do you want to um, and it, and it says on each one like you know what each thing is. So it's like this is this says like art from the art from deadpool kills the marvel universe and you know this is this is the harley quinn art from you know harleen harleen cover one and stuff like that and it just randomly just gave all these things out and gave that book sign in there as well so i've got to rate those guys man they're just yeah, like uh, that's customer that. service it's a shame we don't know the the name of the, the comic book store give them a shout yeah and as far so as far as i know that's the only one in the world right <laughs> that's been, that's been. <laughs> so, so yeah so that's uh, because my because i've got another one which my mom actually ordered online but it didn't arrive until like literally like the day before they left which is why she went to the shop to go and to go and buy this one um but um but that one's not signed because that was sent you know through the yeah. internet so but this one's this one's signed which is quite crazy that's so crazy. so yeah so that's quite that's quite cool to have that have that arrive man um but yeah that's pretty much the extent of the dc stuff that uh that we're gonna get gonna get involved in this week uh anyway because it has been uh disney day right and um Woo-hoo. didn't disney day was it disney day called something else d23 or something like that well, that's their convention this is just celebrating i think it's just the anniversary of disney plus or something like that yeah yeah because because i saw this thing right um it's like one one pound 99 for like like disney plus right now right i was like wow man they are literally just trying to hook in every single person known to man into this uh, you know into this uh, streaming service man because 199 they almost pretty much everybody's going to sign up to that because it's just it is so affordable you know what i mean working um, i think they're doing really good like don't know yeah. where the streaming services charts are but they're pretty high up there sort of i, I think I, I think lot. it's i think it's one of the better services as well yeah 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 That's once i added thing. star once i added star that just opened everything up so yeah 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 cartoons. Yeah, apart from apart apart from uh, uh, home, home Alone, which uh, which the kids just seen. I saw the trailer and was like, that? I saw the trailer and was like, I ain't going nowhere near this. This is like an abomination. How dare they? The, re- <laughs> the reason the reason why I wanted to just talk about that just now. And sorry, guys, if you want to watch this, spoilers, right? What? But basically, the the reason why I wanted to talk about it is this is like the um this is uh like a, an illustration of today's world this home alone right because yeah. basically what happens in this story is um there's this family who are really struggling right this mm-hmm. the, the husband husband and wife are really struggling they've got kids and stuff in this house basically right and they they're gonna be chucked out of their house so they're trying to sell it but um the reason being is because the dad lost his job right and he can't you know he can't they can't afford to pay the mortgage and stuff now right so um it they the little brat who's like basically like the kevin version in this right he um uh, he gets taken out by his mum to the mall and has like so so much sugary drinks that he basically needs is desperate to go toilet right he's like you know he's had like 10 10, 10 cokes basically right so he's like absolutely desperate so what they do is they find this open house 
and this open house is like um is uh, owned by this family who are desperate to sell it because they've got no money or whatever and they go in there specifically to try and pretend that they're trying to buy this house but actually so the kid can go and have a leak right so they go they go in there and um the kid starts interacting with the dad there right and um sees in one of the cupboards that there's these weird looking dolls like these really strange looking old dolls and stuff right and um and starts taking the piss out of the dad and the dad's like oh yeah it was given to me by my mom or whatever and um and you know it's just like an heirloom they're not mine and um the kid just laughs at him saying like no no they're blatantly yours like you know you you collect dolls and stuff so anyway yeah so anyway the the kid's mum comes right and she's like oh is that this i don't know some kind of german named doll they go for like thousands and thousands on on you know for sale right and uh and the guy's like what yeah okay you know and he, he just doesn't really listen to it at all right but then um the kid who basically the kid says something silly to the man right and then um and then the mum uh of, of the of the annoying little brat kid says uh says right you're not gonna go to mcdonald's today right mm. so the little brat kid then decides uh because the man starts taking the mick out of him now that i'm gonna steal one of these dolls so basically what he does is he steals one of the dolls and takes it back to his house right then the man goes on the internet, finds out that these dolls are worth like $200,000 or whatever, right, basically. And then they decide they're going to rob that little brat's house because he stole the doll from them. So the kid is the villain. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. So it sounds like the <laughs> whoever the planets are, this couple, they're the heroes. Yeah. They are the heroes, and and that's the thing. Like this is the this is the this is the illustration of of what movies what are like nowadays. Because you can't hell? have a bad you can't have a bad person, right? They're like they're the baddies in this, but they're the goodies. But also at the same time, I kind of think, how are you meant to then root for the kid? Because I'm the kid's stole, right? He's a thief. He's a yeah. What is that teaching the kids that are going to be watching this? Like it's okay to steal. <laughs> We're still the heroes. We're the victims here. Wow, Disney. Yeah. What the yeah, <laughs> and the, and the police this policeman turns up basically like literally right at the start, but the reason um the policeman is actually you remember Buzz from uh, from Home Alone yeah you remember the, uh, the older brother the policeman yeah, is yeah, Buzz yeah. basically right yeah. and then he turns up and he he kind of ignores it because he's like oh every year my brother kevin rings up the police department saying there's a kid who's been left alone somewhere in this town right <sighs> just basically to prank prank buzz so he yeah. has to go to this kid's house or whatever so it's kind of like a, a prank from him so he just doesn't he just doesn't believe it but yeah but basically the kid the kid is the villain <laughs> it's, it's so bizarre it's, don't uh, it's tell so me at the end of all this he still gets to keep this two hundred thousand dollar doll I haven't even seen the end. The kids and my wife are watching it like right now. So I'm going to get, I'm going to get a debrief to see what the ending actually was. I hope he learns like this is a bad thing to do, like stealing from somebody else. You know what I mean? Of course he won't. Of course he won't. won't. (laughs) Please tell me your kids have seen the original. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They've seen the original one and two multiple times. Um, And, um, and you know, it's just like, yeah, this is this is no comparison. Man. Wow. This is just like I, I don't know who who actually thought. Oh, let's let's make the kid steal, and then he's protecting his house. Like he's he's this kind of privileged kid living in this castle, and he's and he's, he's stolen from somebody else, and and you're still expected to 
kind of like him because he's a kid. Yeah, entitled. Um, That's what it is. Yeah, entitled. Everyone's entitled. entitled. Yeah. It's basically the, the, the white privileged version of, of Home Alone. Is it white privileged? Because isn't he like Asian, the kid? No, no, no. He's no, um, East well, Asian. Have you seen um, Have you seen Jojo Rabbit? Yeah. You know, there's the there's the main kid and he's got this little mate, his little little English mate who, yeah, yeah. who joins up there yeah, with him. Yeah, and he's supposed he's, to be half East Asian. Well, that was like not as far as I know. Post. In there, in there, the um, the mom and dad are Eng- English, both of them. Oh. Well, the dad's American and the and the mom's English. Okay. Right. So there's no, yeah. I he looks completely English to me. To be honest, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So yeah. So anyway, um, so that's yeah. That's let's go from from the Disney stuff too. The, the other thing is well, that he, um, he, they've been having interviews with them and they've been asking them, who would you, who do you, who would you want to play in the MCU and stuff? And I'm thinking, oh, mate, everybody. firstly, why do you ask this question to everyone? Everybody. Second, <laughs> secondly, why to that kid? You know what I mean? Why, why to, why to that kid, man? He's going to be like, yeah, he's he's just going to be shunned now. I think for the you know for a long time. That's that's what I think anyway. I think he's gonna he's gonna be the same as um, as what's his name? Uh, you know, uh, Anakin, um, not Hayden. The other the other Anakin, poor Anakin. Well, I don't know. That, that <laughs> people need to see this in order for them to have that reaction. I don't. I don't oh, know. That's how true. That is true. That is true. That is true. Yeah. Um, well, there is one DC thing we can get. Well, no, it's kind of a repeat from last week though. You know, uh, David Ayers, still, still more, more photos, more Joker. What? Yeah, yeah, and and um, and uh, the other the other villain there as well, who I forget the name of, um, that he basically had a completely different design and stuff like that. Yeah, it's like you know when you know when Zach was showing the stuff that he, it's like oh, I I wanted to do this or whatever, and you can you can believe or not whether he actually did, or he's kind of talking about it afterwards, but it actually looked like you wanted to see it. Like he was showing like, I was going to have dark side. I was going to have this. I was going to have that. And he actually thought, right, I actually do want to see this as opposed to with this, it makes me look even more and think, I'm so glad that we don't actually get to see your film. <laughs> Cause it's, it's so, it's so terrible. Like it's just, it, like uh, honestly like you know who, who thought it would be a good idea for him to use a marker pen and write like ha 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 on his, on yeah, his eyebrow I don't know, what, what's wrong with you david seriously this is horrible this is like uh, do you know if you're if you're a dc fan and you think that's great then either uh you're entitled to your opinion whatever but either you're like completely deluded and just kind of hate uh, the MCU stuff so much that you're just like, I will love anything apart from MCU. Edgy. Or, Edgy. Or, yeah. Or you just kind of just like, I, I don't know, like, I, I have no no want for an air cut whatsoever. And to be honest, it's not going to go anywhere because nobody's going to care. Nobody's going to want to see it. Uh, nobody's going to bother. Um, like, you know, I, I just... They're just not going to, nobody's going to think, especially when Peacemaker and all that comes out, it's just going to erase everybody's memory of the old Suicide Squad, you know what I mean? So, so yeah, let's, let's not bother with that, to be honest, man. Um, well, <laughs> one last thing then, before we really get into MCU zone. The Henry Cavill saying that, you know, he, you know, he still hopes 
He's still, he's still got his hopes up. He's still holding on to it. Like, you know, I'm not done. I'm not done. Man is still too can happen. I think, I think to be honest, the only, the only possibility of that occurring is going to be how the power, the star power of the rock. And I, I kind of feel bad saying that because I'm not really the rocks, like biggest <laughs> fan or whatever, yeah. but I kind of think like his, his um, ex-wife is the same um, uh, agent, agent yeah. for him and also Henry Cavill. Um, and also at the same time, like, um, you know, H- Henry wants to do it. And, you know, Dwayne is kind of, has got massive star power. So I kind of think that's the for only way reason. they're going to, for some reason. Yeah. You know, it'll and be a he- caveat to it. He'll be like, bring Henry back so I can beat him up on the screen. That's what will be. That's what will <laughs> The- well that's the thing that's the thing like there's this there, somebody shared this panel and actually Dwayne kind of like replied to it where basically like um uh you know superman is saying to black adam like you know he kind of respects like what he's doing and stuff and then they shake hands at the end because um you know in this kind of thing they couldn't they basically couldn't couldn't you know defeat each other right they're kind of fighting against each other and can uh, nobody won um and then Dwayne kind of replied to that and was like yeah i really like this panel apart from the bit where they're shaking hands at the end because he goes my black adam wouldn't do that right so um so, you know what I mean? it's just like i kind of i kind of think he would he would only do it if there's a complete stalemate between superman and black adam because there's no way like you know dc warner brothers are gonna like uh, are gonna be like you know um have <laughs> dc warner brothers are basically gonna be like yeah let's have superman get defeated by black adam because it just ruins the ip of your character of your you, you know your main character like, you know they give mean? a damn about anyway did you hear his um interview that he did for uh red notice where, nah. was, where they were talking about how um We've got Gal Gadot in this. We got Ryan Reynolds. You know what? Oh, whoa, I would love yeah, if yeah. we do a crossover. We can make this happen. I reckon I can make this happen. DC Marvel. <laughs> the guy's delusional. Dwayne, please. The thing is, this right? I w- I would understand if he, on his own, released different projects from different um, you know, different kind of uh you know, uh, studios and stuff like that. And every single one was like one billion, one point two billion, yeah. whatever. His films make like 500 mil, which is great. Okay. But five at the most, they make, you know, like that one, uh, San Andreas or whatever. Yeah. It made like $600 million. Right. And he was like, yeah, massive success. And it's like, bro, they ain't no massive success compared to what these other things are kind of doing. Mm. You know, uh, you need to, if you're, if you're saying that this stuff is a massive success, you need to be at least on that fast and furious level where they're making that kind of, that kind of money. He's not, ever making any degree of that or at least have films that are good i think jamant is the only one that's widely considered a good film Mm. like everything else is just yeah everything is very it's very very average yeah you know what i mean and i think a lot of it is the fact that he never gets hurt like ever you know what i mean never gets beat up it's like part of the films, part of the the fun stuff in the in the action films, when you had like you know Bruce Willis and Die Hard, obviously you got you got ropey as you got older, but you know like Die Hard and Indiana Jones and all that kind of stuff was getting you were scared, yeah, yeah, you were scared these ones could get hurt, and that's they had for a very long time they had that even with when they had female action stars that they couldn't they can't get hurt and they can't get 
beaten up and they can't, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then I saw in Tomb Raider with Alicia Vikander, they had, they brought that kind of level back. Uh, how you know whatever you think about that film they brought that kind of level where it's like you're kind of scared that the protagonist might not actually make it in certain things so that makes it way more exciting but with 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 Dwayne I know he's going to make it through everything he's not going to die by the end of the film is he he's going to survive continuously not only that everybody else around him is going to die you know what I mean exactly he's never going to get beat up in a fight He's going to do some ridiculous feats of strength, even if he's paying a regular nine to five dude. He's still going to lift up cars and shit. It's just, it's just silliness. Man. Yeah. I mean, if he was in The Walking Dead, Negan's bat would have just exploded <laughs> on his head, basically. <laughs> it's just like broken into a thousand pieces. And the shards <laughs> would have flown off and killed all of the bad guys, including yeah, exactly. Negan. Exactly. That's exactly what would have happened, man. That's exactly what would have happened. So yeah, um, I mean, not to say that I'm not really looking forward to um to 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 Black Adam because I kind of think it could be interesting. I'm just kind of worried like when it gets to, especially when it gets to those kind of more final um stages of the of the film, like uh you know when you get into that final third act, I think it's all gonna be like he's just gonna be the one who basically wins and destroys everybody and you know is miles more powerful than everybody else i mean yeah, you know indeed. he need it's like it's like there's a comic book called forever evil which is basically where they flipped it around so that um that the crime the crime syndicate basically came from um uh from you know another earth so you've got our man ultraman um superwoman all those kinds of uh, kind of like powering they all come right and basically the, the the villains are kind of trying to band together to go and fight against them black adam yeah there's a, <laughs> he gets annihilated by ultraman like to such a level like his arm basically like totally destroyed like it's like limp and like half of it's ripped off and stuff like that and it's like oh Ultraman just literally hands him a new one, pretty much, right? And this is like full power Black Adam. I think he really needs to kind of like look into some of these comic books and see like what Superman would it actually do to won't him. Won't matter because he just has this view of himself, and he's, he's determined to make the world bend to this view that he has of himself. And you know, yeah, yeah, but protect how he sees it, protecting he- his image. So you basically what you're saying is Dwayne the Rock Johnson is the black hole of Hollywood, yeah. right? Where he basically <laughs> just he just sucks in everything around him, wants it to bend to his will, yes. basically, so that uh, exactly. so that's basically what he what he is, man. So yeah, I I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll see we'll see when we come uh, more to that. So, um, so yesterday or was it day before was the Disney Day, right? I think that was that day before. Or was it yesterday? Uh, I can't remember. Uh, I think I shared all these things yesterday. Yeah, I think it's Friday. Yeah, so it's Friday, right? So um, quite a lot of stuff that kind of uh, came on there. Obviously, uh, no Spider-Man stuff, although apparently that's going to come next week, I think. Uh, Apparently. New trailer's Um, coming, I think. Is it Tuesday or Thursday or something? I heard, possibly. I I honestly, I hope they don't, I hope they don't reveal. Um, If it is, if they are in it, I really hope they don't reveal um the three spider-men together and i really hope it's just like you see a different color boot or something you see them or their feet all together something like that i know what you mean but at this point with so much leaking out Mm. i think they're just going to be like screw it man everyone seems to know 
the big fit and the big twist. So, you know, Andrew Garfield didn't do himself any favors. Why was he even having interviews on frigging talk shows in the first place? Well, he's base? got a film out, hasn't he? He's got a well, film out. Right? It should be no superhero questions. That's that his agent should. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Peter, he, you know, uh, actually, he had an interview. Um, he had an interview on um, the BBC uh, Kermode and Mayo uh, radio show because he's got some kind of uh, film out about a, which is about a musical or something like that. And he specifically said no questions on Spider-Man. And Mayo actually said uh, we didn't ask him anything about Spider-Man because he said specifically no questions on Spider-Man. <laughs> Six. Right, so, Bit so late for I that, though, isn't it? exactly. I think that I think the American ones just don't care because it's like you're live, you're put in a spot, whatever. And I think it's kind of just like you know the British ones is kind of like you know he's. No, uh, I honestly don't think because those American ones were quite a while, uh, you know, a few weeks earlier, about a mm. month or so. So I don't think he really realized how big a fuss, big a stink the whole thing would kick up. So I wouldn't even yeah. surprised if he even had that. Request. Yeah that's well that's the thing man it's just like it is it is a moment that potentially is would just be crazy and if they didn't if they didn't put it in they're missing a trick like big time you know what i mean um you know i kind of look at some of the um some of the uh kind of advertising for for this film and i just think it's quite ridiculous like they've they're, like sony have like released pictures of the back of dr octopus's head and a tiny spider man like in the corner it's like <laughs> No, how is how is that meant to make any excitement for this film? Like, oh wow, I see the back of Doctor Octopus's head. Like, you know, Spider Man in the distance just just looks ridiculous, man. Like, you know, in the new Empire magazine, they've got all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's just um, probably why they're arguing. No, we need to put all the Spider Man in this next trailer, so that way we can advertise with all three of them, and then people go. When is this film? This film's coming out next month, right? December, December, isn't it? Okay, yeah. So they're gonna need to. Right, because um, December's gonna be mad, which is why, which is one of the reasons why I'm I'm stopping oh. work halfway through December. Man. It's Spider Man. <laughs> they like, don't really need to do a lot of advertising. It's like the that's true. superhero. That's true. How much space is there between Spider Man and Matrix? That's the that's the one thing that I I would say. May if it's if it's two weeks, then I guess then because I think Matrix is the twenty third or something, right? Twenty second, twenty third of um of December. So um and then this will obviously come out a couple. I would guess a couple of weeks before, probably like the you know the the, the first week of two. December. Yeah. Um. So that would that would kind of make it you know kind of make it better, I guess. But then you got you got like Ghostbusters coming out next week there as well. So oh yeah, packed that. like every two weeks. So, um, so yeah, Ghostbusters coming out next next uh, Friday, I think. So, well, here anyway. So, so I don't know. I'm um, actually looking forward to it. Yeah, it looks it looks all right. It looks all right oh, as well. That's the yeah. that's the thing about it, man. So, um, what did you think of uh, some of the uh, little teasers that we got on the on the Disney Day? So we got we got Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. Uh, she Hulk and uh, I, I wrote Captain Marvel in here, didn't I? It's not Captain Marvel; it's uh, it's Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel. Um, so, um, so yeah, we got these three very teaserous teasers, pretty mm-hmm. much, right? Um, and I think all of those were basically there, pretty much, just to set the tone of what each thing was like. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like, oh, Captain Marvel was kind of like Star Girl kind of thing, um, and you know, in the, in the style of it. Um, whereas uh, Moon Knight is a, is a lot darker um, and looks like a psychological kind of 
thriller kind of thing um the way that it's done um and then she hulk is kind of in the middle where it seems like um that's the one with the biggest question marks for me like how is that going to play out because they're still talking about the legal drama aspect of it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then you've got the whole walking around banner so you're gonna have that yeah. sort of humor from him it's it's like mm, how, how, what is this gonna be how is this gonna mm. uh, i last uh, you know um couple of weeks ago for some reason stumbled on law and order special victims unit on 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 prime and basically just like just like played it and then and then just let another episode play and then another episode play and then over the week it's just literally just been like something that's been in the background like continuously just like you know while i'm doing work and stuff like that and those programs are strangely like oh god Dude, they're not lost, like I lost a decade to CSI. I swear, <laughs> like, just when that run of CSI's and the CSI Miami and all of that, like you could just have it on and never really watch it. I could not. You could ask me name your favorite CSI episode. I couldn't tell you. I have no idea, but I've seen <laughs> hundreds of them. It's yeah. it's the weirdest thing. Yeah, well, that's the thing. So I, when I was doing, so so obviously there's all of that kind of stuff, and then I was seeing the She-Hulk thing, and I was thinking uh, they're so they've got they've basically got a, a female protagonist who's like a lawyer and also a hulk basically and they really could be tapping into something big if they go into that you know svu court drama law and order style of stuff because i think you know th- that has a certain demographic of, of people who like religiously watch it like literally just you know mm-hmm. and i think they would they would probably jump to something like this. Having said that, I'll, I'll let you talk about it in a second, but having said that, that's the one that I was I was looking the most forward to and I was probably the most disappointed out of all the teasers um, that I saw. Um, just because I've seen online, like, you know, in all the forums that I'm in and stuff like that, people just going crazy over, oh, she said the line, she said the line, you know, you don't, you know, you, you, oh, yeah, you know, and, yeah. and, oh, she's doing, she's doing yoga, like, you know, Ed Norton's, you know, Hulk did the yoga. And I'm just kind of looking at, it, I'm thinking all of those lines seem to be delivered super cringe to me. Like, it's kind of just like, I didn't see them delivered yeah, in a nice seems, way. Like, cause she's a, damn good actress you ever seen orphan black mm. you ever seen guys mm. go check it out because she plays like a dozen roles dozen different versions because he's like a clone so all these different versions she's great it seems like for this from that little glimpse we saw she's choosing to to play a very straight laced almost like a teacher mm. in the way that she's delivering the lines very sort of proper maybe controlled i guess that's part of the you know controlling her, mm. her hulk so uh, yeah, I need to see more before I can really judge. But yeah, I think all of them, apart from the Miss Miss Marvel one, generally seem to me um, very unfinished. I think even Moon Moonlight, like right at the start, like Oscar Isaac's accent was just weird, and then it kind of he dropped into a way better kind of one like a you know a little bit kind of further on down the down the line of it it was like it was for the first like maybe you know maybe you know minute it was like a bit it was a bit ropey and then after that it was like totally fine um that one i think i'll probably watch because that's my that is that's my type of thing <laughs> oh you gotta watch the Ms. marvel though we need your i'll watch that i'll watch that, that. I will definitely watch that as obviously that is well I'll, I'll probably watch all of them tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. The, main, the, we have the only the only 
people want to no, know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the only the only thing the only thing is is that I've got the feeling that the Hulk one is just going to annoy me a bit because of the fact that I used to be a really big fan of the Hulk, and I kind of just see the portrayal, the way they've they've diluted and diluted the Hulk, and I think it's going to get even more diluted in this there as well. That is, it's kind of however good it is around it, it's probably going to annoy me quite a bit. Like I'm, you know, I'm hoping because in one of the images we saw, sort of the Banner Hulk hybrid, mm-hmm. chilled Hulk hanging out. But I'm hoping something happens. Yeah, what is what's going on there? Like he's he's in Shang Chi. He's like Banner again, and now he's he's yeah. like you know Professor uh, Hulk again. And there's well, we don't know the time timeline for this. So hopefully, it's uh, yeah, that. yeah, yeah, but yeah. That's true. I'm hoping that's something true. happens in this. Maybe in the process of her becoming She-Hulk that affects his Hulk that makes him lose control and that we at the end of it we get old Hulk back and we need she's kind of needed to help him control his yeah. real Hulk like I want the old Hulk back I want Rage Out Hulk I don't want this chills mm. taking selfies Hulk man give it enough <laughs> yeah yeah just and then and then you know um what's it called uh we get we get Reed Richards and um and you know uh and uh, what's it called? Uh, Dot Strange. Tony starts dead, obviously, uh, blasting him off into space because they can't control him anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, and he's just like, goodbye, mate. Uh, see you later. So again, yeah, it's all, uh, the second it's time. all gone for the second time. But this time, he actually, uh, he actually like. Well, I have heard know. rumors that there are still plans mm. of doing a World War Hulk. So you know, you never know. I think I think a lot of the issues is actually um, the actor. Because from all the kind of things that I've been reading, it's like he doesn't like the fact that he can't emote properly on, you know, um, when he's acting. And because of that, he wants to show more of himself rather than showing the Hulk because it's all, you know, obviously the animating and stuff and is based on, you know, motion capture and things. But actually, um, he prefers doing that. And that's part of the problem because if you have somebody who's, who's requesting that, then um, you know, then that always creates an issue. Um, so I, I don't know. Just, oh, the worst, worst kind of. Actors are the worst. Yeah, actors <laughs> the worst. is bitter because he missed out on his opportunity <laughs> to become to become the you know the the the, the king of what was it foundation? Yeah, <laughs> the king of foundation. Like that could have been Ed's man. That literally uh, could have been Ed's, you know. Yeah. So, um, so what did what did you, what what kind of jumped out to you out of those uh, out of those three? Um, Moon Knight, I think I'll enjoy the most because you know it's the more darker, seems to be the more mature one out of three. Mm. Uh, but like I said, very curious about how they're gonna do She Hulk. But you know, Ms. Marvel could could be pretty cool because I can't it seems pretty sweet I see those images where she's or the little video footage where she's um making her own Captain Marvel mm. costume and all those things could be kind of fun and cool it kind of depends on what the the humor is I think it is needed for a show like hers I think they're mm. going to need that to kind of make that watchable for people who are over the age of 15 yeah I, I see I see Captain uh Captain Marvel I see Miss Marvel going one of two ways right so it's either going to be I I really hope that because of the fact that they've got um people from that kind of ethnic background actually doing it mm. that it ends up that um that those kind of a lot of the time when you get these kind of programs right um apart from 
uh, apart from Shang Chi, which is one of the ones that I I really like because it didn't it didn't show this kind of thing. Whereas like your culture's bad and they want to restrict you and they go on to get yeah. rid of your freedom and they want to do all this kind of stuff. And basically you have to rebel against that culture to basically do it. They mm. embrace that Chinese culture like big time. Yeah, and I really showed, hope to show them as normal people having dinner, just joking around, just like everybody else. Yeah. And I really hope they do that with this kind of thing there as well, that it's like, it's not, you know, it's not going to be like, Oh, you know, uh, you're going out and, and, you know, doing all this, superhero stuff we don't want you doing that girls shouldn't be doing that but i just really hope it's not that because it's really just gonna make me think man this is a typical hollywood kind of yeah. kind of behavior where they're trying to you know trying to like uh you know uh portray certain ethnic and, groups and it, in that it, same kind of way you know and it kind of looks like like could be wrong guys viewers if i'm off target and you know, let us know but it looks like they're switching up a power set a little Mm-hmm. That was one thing I was worried about. Like, why am I going to be interested in watching just a teenage girl who just does Mr. Fantastic stuff, just stretches and makes herself big in there? Like, that had no interest visually. Just, we've seen it a bunch of times. It doesn't really look cool on screen. Yeah. And, vi- and visually, it's, it's difficult to make it, yeah, to, to, to make it look decent and make people yeah. want to, you know, want to kind of do that. I mean, like, um, this, this um, weekend, my kids watched Shang-Chi for the first time, right? Mm. And basically, like, my son is like, he's absolutely fascinated. He's like, why are they so fast? How, how can they punch so fast? He's like going around the house going, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, how do they do it? How do they do it? Like, it's like, you know, six-year-old getting excited, right? But, you know, when, when you show, when you show powers on screen that are so like impossible to kind of do like even when iron man he flies around and stuff but you can pretend you got the repulsors on your hand and all that kind of stuff when you're a kid but if you've got some powers that are just so impossible to kind of you know to kind of relate to i think it's just it's going to be quite quite difficult no one Um, play acts that they're reed richards no one (laughs) when the groups of kids get together no one wants to be that character because it's like what do you do Oh yeah, yeah. That's the last. That is the last kid that gets picked. Yeah, just hangs the loose, the loose jumper, and just kind of whips it around and acts like that's their hand. Like that's what. That sounds quite cool, man. (laughs) Yeah, just get literally just get you know get get a rope with a claw on the end of it and just like the other kids around and say actually Reed Richards. I say this, but now I'm flashbacking to the nineties. Those sticky hands that had the handle, and you could just fling them. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That, that would be quite. That would be quite jokes. But I think all the all the portrayals of Reed Richards have just been like nobody wants to be that guy. You know what I mean? Nobody wants to be that guy ever. So yeah, um, it does look like they're switching their powers up a little bit, which I'm I'm, mm. I'm I'm good. I like that. I like that. Make it more. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So I th- and 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 I think obviously they're trying really hard to um you know to to get that kind of. You know, uh, like like with Stargirl, like this this show is like super popular. Even though I've never really got into it, it is like super super popular. And I think kind of trying to get into that demographic is quite is you know it's quite a good move. Um, you know, for Disney to try and get into. So, um, Doctor Strange, man, uh, apparently uh, has been getting significant reshoots. So they're basically going to be doing. Uh, six day weeks uh, for the next six weeks of reshoots, which is a lot of a lot of reshoots, right? It is um, a lot. Yeah, it's kind of like what did they look at? What I know reshoots are nothing new. They pretty mm. much do it with almost every film, but 
six weeks is a lot. So what, they either looked at what they had and didn't like it, or maybe with this ever-expanding universe with all these other shows and films, maybe they thought of something else that they kind of contradicts and they kind of need to adjust story aspects to fit it all, make it all Have connect. you read the leak? No, I don't uh, want to. I never read. Okay, leaks. right. So, yeah, so I after I saw this news, I, I read the leak off basically from uh, it's it's from the same dude who's always leaking all these scripts and all this kind of stuff right um pretty much the storyline i'm not going to spoil it just in case they can't keep things pretty much the storyline is 90 percent wonder yeah right so literally wonder's the main villain all the stuff follows wonder all the stuff follows what she's getting up to how she's um you know been been taken over by this certain magic and all that kind of stuff and dot strange is barely in it and i think that's the problem i think somebody's like watched this film and been like where the hell's doctor strange you can't have a film on doctor strange with doctor strange hardly in it and now they're having to reshoot all the stuff to make it like doctor strange is the main kind of guy um i I think kind of Ant-Man and the Wasp skirted on that. It was almost becoming into like, this is a Wasp film with Ant-Man kind of there. And they, they could, they ju- were just on the right side of it being an Ant-Man film. But I think if they went a little bit further, it would have almost been a Wasp film. And I think that's probably what's ended up happening in here. Um, that They've Possibly. gone a bit too far. Possibly, um, I guess that. See if maybe Spider-Man and the multiverses had some effect as well. But yeah, I see that could be a problem. There could be something, and and it also could just could just be Sony's like said to them, "Oh, this is what we're doing at the end, right?" And they're <laughs> like, "What? <laughs> what? <laughs> this contradicts like the last ten years of stuff we've been doing. What's wrong with you people?" Uh, they're like, "Yeah, we're doing it anyway." So uh, you know, you know, <laughs> you got you got to now reshoot the whole. Bloody that's thing. that's another bit of uh, rumors that are being floating around that there could be ramping up for a Spider Woman film, and that will also be connected to MCU. Like they're actually doing mm. it together, like they did with Spider Man. Mm. So if they do do that, I do hope, definitely hope that they do it with um, Marvel, Feige, and all them because we can't, somebody can't do that stuff on their own. Well, this is the weird thing is like Tom Holland in all his interviews, it kind of seems like this is what he thinks is going to be his last outing. Like he kind of seems like he's like tailing up for this is, you know, he's saying like this is the Spider Man's end game and stuff. It's like that's kind of like saying this is the last time you're you're coming out to do this role. You know what I mean? Um, I, I don't know. Very strange. But I guess we'll kind of know from the next uh, next one. Maybe he's maybe maybe he gets killed and then Toby Toby Maguire takes oh, takes so <laughs> at age forty. Uh, Toby Maguire must be like you know he was he was older than he's a lot older than me when I when. When you know he was in the film, he was like thirty odd. So he must be about fifty something now. Like you know, he must be about fifty, right? He probably yeah, still man. looks like young, but um, yeah, he's um, yeah. If he takes over, that would be quite Dude, quite we, comical. We know that if this is Holland's last one, Sony ain't gonna wait around. It'll be like mm. two years, two years, and then they'll just start again. I probably feel like they can do it without Marvel now. The people feel like, yeah, we figured it out. We learned what we needed to learn. We can do this one on our own. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, the, and they'll get they'll get the kid from the new Home Alone film. They so like, <laughs> yeah. here, you go. here you go, mate. Yeah, yeah. very popular, very popular kid. You know what I mean? So, um, 
so yeah, man, uh, should we get into the, the big review, which we didn't actually really do last week because I didn't watch it, but Ed's had uh, had watched, uh, which is Eternals, right? Had you seen it last week? No, we no, which is why you did a spoiler review last, a non-spoiler review last week. Oh, okay. Right. And and you're like, okay, because I was meant to be seeing it on, uh, potentially on Tuesday uh, with Salim. Okay. Um, and you're like, you're gonna see it twice. And I was like, I was like, okay, I can bet go and watch this film, see what it's like. Um, so yeah, um you get, what, get what I'm saying, how it's I left not knowing whether I liked it or not. And my mm-hmm. major tagline was it's not bad, it's just dull. I, I'll start with some positives, right? It is not as bad as people are saying. It is not as like, oh my god, this is the worst film ever. This is totally oh. ropey, whatever. It's like it's not it's not that level of bad. But the way that I would describe it is I would describe it the Tesla Model Three of of a film, oh. right? And the way that I would say that is, you seen obviously you seen Tesla Model Three, mm. right? So Tesla Model Three, it looks you look at it from the front, kind of looks all right. Okay, it's like Tesla, looks kind of fine. Um, look at it from the back. Yeah, nice, nice looking car from the back, right? And then you've got this ropey, bubble, canister, horrible looking middle. thing in the middle, right? And if one of these cars follows you, like on the on you know, on the motorway or something like that, and you look behind you, you're like, that is the ugliest looking thing I've ever <laughs> seen in my life, right? And then you can still you can still forget all of that because it's like oh it's a Tesla it's got amazing range it's got like this is not a Tesla advert guys it's just, <laughs> you know okay. like but it's got like uh, unless they decide to sponsor us I guess but um but you know uh, it's got amazing range and you know it's got the Tesla badge and you know all that kind of stuff but then you go and you sit inside one and you see the plastics right and you press the plastic and the, the plastics moving around and like you're like. <laughs> you're like you're like trying to press the the touch screen and it's like the touch screen only works. How like does this apply to the tone? <laughs> so, so <laughs> yeah. So um, I, I was just, why was I just doing a Tesla review anyway? Yeah, but the but the reason the reason the way that I would apply that to Eternals is this: if you look at Eternals on the face of it as a film, mm-hmm. it's all right. It's not that bad. If you start examining it a little bit more closely that's when you start to get problems right because it's kind of like this makes no sense that makes no sense why did they decide to do it this way um and that's that's the problem that i have with it in the context of the mcu in the context of the marvel cinematic universe it fails miserably as a film itself it's not that bad and the reason why I say that is I kind of kind of look at it and there's like things that come up in it. And I kind of think, how, how did this actually happen given all the stuff that's happened in the MCU, right? So for, for example, um, the Thanos stuff, you know, the snap with Thanos and all yeah. that kind of stuff, right? So we find out, uh, guys, this is a spoiler review, by the way. So, you know, <laughs> you know if you haven't seen it, you go and see it and, and come back and, and, and listen to this, right? But basically... So we find out that the reason why uh, 
humans or other life is on a planet is basically so that um, we can create um, enough energy so that a celestial can be born out of a planet over a certain time. And then Thanos, whose brother is, is uh, you know, he's, he's uh, is it brother is a celestial? His brother is a eternal. Eternal, right? yeah. Um, so his, um, so it's Thanos, not, his brother is, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about, yeah, we'll talk about that there in a bit. <laughs> but, um, but Thanos, whose brother is is uh, is an eternal, um, decides he's been going on for like years and years, like centuries. Basically, he's been going around trying to like um, gain the you know the infinity stones right and his mission is basically to to wipe out half the life in the galaxy right now you're telling me that he's going around doing that his plan is to wipe out half the life in the galaxy this is massively threatening to the celestial's life cycle like massively threatening to them right that they didn't send anybody to stop him they didn't send they the eternals didn't bother right doing anything with thanos that's the thing that makes it really ropey because they're like oh why did you know when um dane whitman uh the black knight uh yeah. guy what's it what's his real name uh what's the actor's name kit harrington um kit harrington when he says like why didn't you intervene with with thanos it's like ajak should have told them to go and intervene with thanos because if he does the snap half the people on earth basically disappear and then it's going to take another thousands and thousands of years before they get critical mass to a level where they can actually go and uh you know go and uh, get a celestial born and this is happening through the entire universe like Maybe, celestials should have but, like you know gone crazy on this purely right? to play devil's advocate to your suggestion there may be the fact that they've existed for billions of years as it is maybe another thousand years isn't that big a deal for them it's like a year for us like yeah it will slow it down by another thousand years so what we mean it's just the beginning of time <laughs> what does it matter maybe it's just not that big an issue to them. yeah but then if you're doing it throughout the entire i mean he's he did this throughout the entire universe right that's like devastating like it's not just like he did it in like one planet like literally the entire half of the life in the entire universe just kind of got wiped out right there's no way they could number one risk that happening and number two um if there was a chance that could happen again then you know then, then do that the other thing would be like uh you know if um if there was a power that existed that could suddenly bring all these people back again which is what they do yeah then 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 wouldn't the celestials try and try and get that power i i don't know it, like i said in the context of the mcu it's like it's bizarre purely, like purely thinking of i don't i don't know because one i don't think it's every planet has a celestial winner it's just a select few i believe but it's like they're not their objective isn't necessarily just to destroy everything it's like to destroy a select few in order to birth thousands or millions more so it's, i don't think they have a malicious intent in what they're doing so I don't think they'd really, really want to go after the, you know, the Infinity Stones. But there wasn't the story that they 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 birth all the stars, right? Yeah, and the planets. So that, okay, so 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 in in each galaxy, there's like a billion billion stars, right? Yeah. And and basically, there's a billion billion galaxies in the universe. Mm. So how many celestials are there? there like I said, I don't think they're in. I don't think they're in every planet. Like, I think it's just a handful 
They don't need to have so many. I don't, but, like, these, these rules are just conjecture. We don't know exactly. They don't really give yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. But that's the, that's the kind of thing. That's why it kind of makes it a little bit. Um, I, I just, just for me, it kind of just makes it a little bit like it doesn't make sense. But like, and also kind of, um, kind of with Salma Hayek there as well. We've been having this uh, little joke with, um, you know, with one of my friends, Dan. Shout out to Dan because he does listen to the to the cast there and stuff as well. Um, about how Salma Hayek looks like somebody's auntie who just walked on the set <laughs> and got oh, told like, oh, and just got told like, yeah, yeah, you 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 have this, uh, you know, you you play this role, yeah, auntie, go on, just dress up, auntie, it's it's fine. You don't have to do any fighting or anything cool. like that, right? That's cool. It's like cool. this is. I, I, so uh, that's one of the things that makes no sense there to me so they're meant to be a military force right okay and she's meant to be the leader of the military force but she's not like optimus prime or or like or like yeah. any other leader that more, we can ever think of she's more of a spiritual leader in the way she handles it, like a mother to them rather than a militaristic yeah, leader uh, that's the thing, man. The whole the whole thing to me is just I'm just kind of thinking of it rather than being a comic book fan where I can kind of just like look at things and kind of just like glaze over certain things and stuff. Mm. I'm kind of thinking about somebody who would go into the movies and watch this kind of thing, and and it gets revealed that basically they're kind of um, they're they're basically in effect cybernetic organisms, right? Who who get created by the Celestials, in effect to to go and subdue the um, uh the deviants right and the original eternal because i managed to read that uh neil gaiman uh eternals uh, uh graphic novel right and and the original one is basically that um the eternals and the and the deviants were both created by the by the celestials but the the deviants were kind of just like uh, a messed up offshoot of their genetic experiments that didn't quite work so they tried to create like perfect perfect you know um creatures and stuff the fact that they're cybernetic organisms and you're basically designing them to go and fight deviants why wouldn't you go and make 10 ikaras why wouldn't you make a thousand ikaras why would you make any of those other people at all he 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 was like basically like superman i did so, um yeah, though I think I had the thing with Mole. Like, what was the point in creating like the the little girl one? What was the point in that? Mm. And then the, why? And if you're making these perfect, not to insult any um special needs people, but if you are trying to make this sort of perfect organism, then why would you make one of them deaf? But then I yeah. I justified it as saying that it's also with how they part of their job isn't just to fight the deviants. It was also to try and influence mankind to a certain degree in order to speed up their population and all of that so maybe they want they needed them to pick different roles in order to you know i don't know i don't know i'm trying to just so that also makes no sense. so so that is so this is this is the problem that i have like so much of it makes no sense like okay firstly why did you give the eternals free will why do they have any free will? They should be programmed robots like the T-1000. They got one job to do. You mm. do that one job. You cannot deviate from that job. They've all got free will. At one point, they walk away. It's like one dude walks away from humanity. One person goes and flies off somewhere. And it's like they literally all walk away because they say all the deviants are kind of dead. And it's like, how do they have the ability to walk away? They should basically, like the Borg, go into this flipping, you know, chamber and just be deactivated and sit yeah, there in the all the time when they're actually needed. I feel like 
this film would have been a better movie if it wasn't connected to the MCU. If it was just this own sci-fi thing of these beings who come to Earth and do what they do. I think it would have just been a lot stronger then. But because it is connected to the MCU, it does doesn't it doesn't really even even though it's in it, it still doesn't really mm. feel like an MCU film to me. It just feels like this other thing. Yeah, I think you're 100% right about that because to me, it would have worked as a sci-fi film if somebody if somebody like a script doctor actually came to Chloe Zhao uh, who wrote the screenplay in, in conjunction with somebody else and said, look, this whole thing about the Celestials creating the uh, the Eternals and then the Deviants kind of just an unnatural thing just turning up makes no bloody sense it makes way better sense that the celestials created everybody in genetic experiments but then they got some of them wrong and that's what the deviants were and the eternals are basically there to clear up the mess um because the whole thing of like oh we can't we can't go and interfere there's one dude right he literally basically his job is to create um, uh, create uh, technology that humans can can use, yeah. right? And I think even though this is a this is not a massive massive part of this this film, um, I think that is one of the things where it fails. Okay, and one of the reasons why the MCU did so well, especially to start off with, right, was that Tony Stark as iron man of course he's a billionaire you know he's a you know he's got all this kind of money stuff like that but mm-hmm. this dude through his own ingenuity created stuff he created his own weaponry he created this mad kind of like thing and and you kind of watching it think you know what maybe i maybe i could do that if i apply my mind to something maybe yeah. i could do whatever to apply my mind to it. With the Eternals, it's like humans are shit, and we're going to show you. They showed the one bit where they show this kid, this kid, this these like cave people a dagger, and it's like there you go. So we didn't invent the dagger, we didn't invent the plow, we didn't invent this, we didn't invent that. Some some person basically, some some robot from an you know from another place came and invented all this kind of stuff, right? Um, and that to me is. Uh, it just just ruins the whole kind of idea. It, it basically means that you can't you can't identify with any of these uh, any of these characters whatsoever. So, yeah, I agree. If it was from a completely different thing, then it would be it would be fine. But there's still a lot of ropiness in it, which just doesn't make sense, man. Um, it just it's just it's just it's just wrong. Like the, you know, the, the the there's this one dude who's like, oh, I gave them too much technology, so so they created the you know the the nuclear bomb. So why did the Celestials give this guy so much free will to actually create all these things? It's just bizarre. It makes no makes no sense. You could have just could just give them the ability to farm stuff well and control the environment a little bit and all that would happen is you get billions and billions of humans like literally who don't you know who don't do anything like they were literally just cavemen living off the land but there's billions of them because they've got so much food to eat and stuff like that and no predators that's what you do if you want to farm them <laughs> you know you know start, you know start giving them don't give them a steam engine what the hell's wrong with yeah. you <laughs> you basically then and he's going like oh yeah you know uh it's it's like they they're going mad over the atomic bomb, right? Okay, you just ignored the First World War, the Boer Wars, or the Samurai Wars, or the or the conquest of Africa. Or, you just literally ignored back. It. Let it happen. Look. Yeah. All right. So, what do you feel about the cast? 
putting the the, 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 okay, the holes yeah, yeah. aside. So, so so let's yeah let's put the holes aside and let's go back to some positives. Okay, so um, but a quick negative before we <laughs> go into a positive. So in this film we have fake Superman, fake Flash, fake Wonder Woman. You but... say that with the power sets, but to be honest, it with didn't the power really. Sets, it didn't really. But, like, I, no, I, I, I definitely see. Wise. Yeah, I definitely see the influence where Zoe Shaw said she was inspired by Snyder's Man of Steel. And you can see the way mm. that they did their Chris's powers. You can see that, oh yeah, that definitely looks like something yeah. they did in um, Man of Steel and all of that. But like with the, the the chick Flash, I think they did it way better than the Flash. Oh yeah, yeah, way yeah. Better. That was that was done really, really well. That was one of the things that I really actually liked is the way that they showed um, the Flash stuff being done. It mm. didn't look, it didn't look like artificial at all. It looked yeah. like she was running around and kind of do stuff. So I like that. So out of all of those kind of, and, and the fake Green Lantern, which is the, you know, the guy who makes all these constructs and stuff, right? And the fake Charles Xavier. But out of, out of all of them, the one that I, the one that I kind of liked the, the most was the one who I didn't really recognize as anything else apart from Ryu, which is basically uh, Kingo, who I thought was probably the best character in this because it was like his powers look very, very different um just despite the fact he chipped before the final act i don't know what was going on there but he was the best character kumail was the best character him and his him and his um yeah uh, his little assistant guy those two kind of gave and (laughs) helped helped me get through the rest of the mm. movie because yeah their little bits of humor they added in was uh, yeah fun all of that stuff was all of that stuff i thought was was great i mean the whole idea of the fact that you know he's been pretending to be three generations of his (laughs) Of, like of his four. family, like, my great grandfather, my father. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> I thought it was just brilliant, and the fact that Karun is just there, like you know, he just he's just recording everything because he wants like footage and all this kind of stuff. I thought was, um, I I thought was jokes, man. That was they were the most entertaining parts of the film. Um, Big issue, I think. Another thing that this this film that hurt this film is that too many characters should have just focused on like three or four. Mm. shouldn't have dealt with the whole Angelina and Jolie and her keeper that kind of was pointless and the druid stuff they Luke just, Cage yeah yeah they just shouldn't have bothered there's too much because at least with an Avengers film you know these other characters from other films so mm. you can just get into it and you enjoy seeing all these other people doing their own thing but with this because you don't know them it's like yeah it just kind of made it all feel bloated and the way you can tell that the most is like where men have this emotional scene towards the start where um where Ajax dies, basically, right? And they find Ajax dead and everybody's there and they're crying and stuff. And I'm like, we only met this character like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> like, you know, we meant to be feeling anything for this character like dying, like, you know. Um, it was just, I think a lot of that, all of that stuff that kind of didn't make a great deal of sense could have been sorted by just keeping it in the past rather than bringing yes. it into the future. Yes. Yes, we, yeah, we more for that same as well. That stuff in Babylon and all of that would have been way more interesting, showing yeah, them I in mean, their just, initial their initial mission of taking out the deviants. Yeah, way more. There interesting. was there was um uh, so I think I told you about this ages ago. I I I wrote this short story when I was at uni called the 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 zombie history of the world, basically right, which is like um where I took these I took these like um historical events and kind of. Uh, changed it so the reason why they ended up in this certain way 
um, was because zombies were around there. And like, um, so, you know, like, all, uh, there's these stories of like these, um, uh, these Russian people disappearing on the Don't give away too and... much because this is actually a good story. <laughs> you could actually, this should yeah. be a <laughs> So, so that kind of thing, I kind of think would have been interesting if they did that with this, where it was like, okay, um, oh, you know, the reasons why, uh, you know, why the Spartans kind of held off um the uh you know the the persians at uh at thermopylae right and you know the the reason why they they um they kind of stopped them from coming through the coming through the you know the black gate and stuff is basically because uh the eternals were helping us yeah, at some yeah, point yeah, because yeah, there was yeah. some or the or the reason why oh. you know um the reason why they had to kill Julius Caesar was because he was uh, he was a deviant. Or yeah, or <laughs> friggin' Genghis Khan was a deviant. That's why they yeah. washed right across, and then they got. Then the Eternals came and stopped them from getting into Europe. Yeah, That's, yeah, yeah. That's that would have made sense, man. That would have been so much better. You know what I mean? And it could have been like, um, you know, they could have made played on it a little bit as well. Like, basically, they could have had like, you know, they could have done the Genghis Khan stuff. And then they could have been like, oh, there's another army and it's going cross and it's wrecking like absolutely everybody. And they go and investigate it to find to find if it's a if it's a deviant. But actually, it's the Ten Rings, right? Because the Ten uh, Rings are going around and yeah. like, you know, wrecking shit. And they're <laughs> like, we can't interfere in that, right? We got to leave that alone. And then that'll kind of link it a little bit better, I think. But but yeah, they tried to do something way too way too ambitious. And some of the things I kind of think are a little bit. I don't know. I, I kind of look at it and I think somebody should just, you know, put their hand on somebody's shoulder and say, look, yeah, uh, you know, maybe this is not going to go down so great, uh, you know, in these countries or whatever. And you can't, you know, if, you, if you're trying to change somebody's mind about something, then you can't just constantly berate them about something until they actually do it. Right. And this is kind of what has happened with the Eternals that, you know, obviously like it's been banned in, in certain like, you know, Arab countries or whatever. Um, and, you know, they're kind of, they're, they're kind of like, oh, you know, it's disgraceful, like it's been banned or whatever. But I can, I can kind of see like, they've got this, uh, they've got this kind of idea that they don't, you know, they don't basically like homosexuality in those countries. And, you know, you can agree and disagree with that, you know, however you want, but basically then showing the fact that the, the the gay character in this is married to an arab guy who speaks to him in arabic there at the same time and then expecting these arab countries to be like yeah let's take this on in our country but they ain't gonna do that man come on it's you know it's a bit like slapping them over over the head with a brick and saying there there you go mate you know kind of thing so um i I don't know like it seems to be defying expectations though to be honest i think it's like second week number one in the US so it seems to be trucking so I, I I went and took my dad last night to June finally in the oh, cinema did he, oh yeah he already um, saw it though, didn't he he already he loved it way more in the no, cinema he loved yeah. it way more he thought it was like he thought it was amazing um, but um, there was cues going out of the cinema of kids who are like 11 12 years old uh, for Eternals there was like four or five showings of Eternals and they were literally queuing out of the cinema for that. Oh. I was like, cause we turned up and, and there was a massive queue. Like my, you know, my dad wanted some snacks and stuff. And, uh, and I was like, Oh crap, we're going to miss like part of this film and stuff, you know, 
you know, we've both seen it, but you know, uh, it was different experience there for him. Um, but then what, once we got the, got the snats and stuff kind of just walked straight in and the cues are all for Eternals. None of the cues are for Dune. Um, so, um, you know, my, at, at this point, it's the Marvel name that's keeping people coming in. Like it's bigger than whatever the movies are. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's going up against the boss baby, right? So it's not as well. There's that. There's that. The boss baby is not exactly gonna gonna you know be be get, getting people to come in like crazy, man. So um, there's a lot of other stuff that they showed um, from uh, Disney Day there as well. Some of which I've been looking at and being like, damn, I cannot wait for this to come out. So there's uh, Spider-Man Freshman Year, which is a uh, an animated. Um, I am Groot, which um, looks to show the the small group rather than the you know the yeah. big, the big group. Probably be like computer animated, judging by the logo. Mm. Yeah, and it and it has a picture of the actual the little group on it. So yeah. I'd assume it's like that those... kind of animated style um, there, uh, well, which would be interesting. I'm guessing it'll fill in those middle years and when he was little group up until his little teen group. So whatever little adventure oh, they yeah, had. Oh, the adolescent group. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The adolescent group, man. Yeah, um, yeah so uh, have you played that game yet? Dude, yeah. you need to oh, play that yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, I've been playing it. I've been playing it. It's oh, like, yeah. I, I, <laughs> it is, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah, Square Enix did good with that one. Yeah, yeah, really that's uh, you know. So, um, uh, X Men '97, which is apparently a straight continuation of X Men '94, with the same voice actors and writers who made X Men '94. That is but what I'm most excited Ezra- about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, hopefully, though, do you think some of those X Men '94 episodes, when you watch them back? Some of them they, are slightly... They don't hold off. It doesn't. <laughs> yes. Something that I love dearly at the time, going back, which I have done, especially <laughs> since Disney Plus is back, you realise that, oh, ah, this isn't as... Uh, doesn't hold off as well as I remember it. So now, I reckon it could be a lot tighter going forward, mm. picking up from wherever it ended, which I need to catch yeah. up to. So that, yeah, and that could think- be the best one. That could that could definitely be the best one, especially if it's got the same. As long as it's got the music, man. Because when that music oh, hits, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> don't give me no bullshit remix. Yeah, with like a little yeah. baby or someone doing rapping over it. No, just give me the, the original music, man. Come on. It's like when you know when Thun, um, uh, when uh, Thundercats, the new Thundercats came. Yeah, and it was completely different music apart from the bit where they go Thundercats at the end. It's like you got rid of all of the music apart from that one bit at the end. Yeah. What's wrong with you guys? You didn't even remix it or anything. They kind of changed it. You know what's you, you know what's even worse? Have you ever um, you ever seen Cities of Gold? Oh, of the, the cartoon back in the day. Have you ever seen the <laughs> new <laughs> Cities of Gold? There's another one. No, there's a new Cities of Gold which came out. Um, it came out, you know, 2013, 2014, oh. and it's it's the same people who made who made the first one, but it's like they've made the song like it's like you know just like so cheesy. You got if you if you get time, go onto YouTube and just put <sighs> new uh, or I'll send oh. it to you new <laughs> new oh. intro for that, Cities of Gold. That original song is iconic. I I remember coming home and getting excited and even being depressed if I missed that part that that, that theme sheet. That's yeah. what more than the actual episode. I just wanted to hear that. Cities of Gold. I just love that. Exactly. Exactly. So they better keep they better keep that X Men 
one, man, is a classic. Oh, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to ruin your childhood now by sending you the new one. I'm gonna definitely send you the new one now to, to absolutely ruin your evening, man. But um, and then we've got um, Agatha. Uh, what is it called? House of Harkness, right? And uh, and Marvel Zombies, which is um, Marvel Zombies, we kind of wanted to see a little bit more of, right? The you know the whole kind of you know, lore and world around it and stuff like that. that could be um, and um, yeah, um, and Agatha House of Harkness. Um, you looking yeah. forward to Agatha House of Harkness? I don't know what it is. Like, there, there's a whole, there is something they could tell. So I, I, you know, I like the actress. She's fun. So the character could be cool. In the years from when it was like the witch trials up until, you know, modern days, it could be that period. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or it could be some other weird thing, because it's a weird name, House of Heartness. So it could be some weird sort of mix, skip. I don't know. Like, they could go out of the box with it and just do different types of... I Yeah, the, the thing that always concerns have me... Have presented, like, what was that chick from back in the day that did the horror shows? The chick with the cleavage, you would just sit there. Oh, uh, El- Elvira? Elvira. They could do, Elvira. Yeah, it sounds like something like that, where she could just be sitting there just... Yeah, I, I, the the thing that always worries me in these things, and and luckily Marvel's not so prone to this as like some of the other other kind of um, studios are, is that an executive looks at one thing and thinks, oh, that's the thing that everybody loved, and in effect, the only way they know if somebody loved it is where they're talking about it on Twitter, yeah. um, and then and then that becomes the premise for everything else. Mm. So that that whole thing when you know you know it's Agatha after all like that whether that becomes the whole premise of the of the series um i i don't know man i that is... make it make it like the monsters actually keep that yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm like, i don't mind that yeah, yeah you, you would watch that yeah yeah you're gonna you're gonna have to watch that, <laughs> for us. that is that is so uh yeah that's so out of my comfort zone man i would not want to see that at at all uh I, in fact i would I am Groot. I can tell it's going to be, uh, you know, for the kids. So the kids that's will, that's going to yeah. be something that you know that they're going to watch. The Spider-Man Freshman Year um, uh, apparently is basically going back to we're going to we're going to basically see Uncle Ben dying again, right? Because yeah. it's like his yeah. poor Uncle Ben, man. They're basically is basically like his, um, you know, his first year doing, uh, you know, as Spider-Man. And this they haven't actually announced like who's uh, who's voicing it, but they. They were saying like Chris Pratt was gonna no. was gonna voice. <laughs> you know, there was rumors yeah. about this, right? There was rumors yeah. about this um, on the thing. I actually, I I listened to a podcast yesterday called Behind the Bastards. Have you ever, you ever heard of mm. this podcast? The basically what they do is they find like somebody from history and they they talk about all the historical kind of stuff behind them and and stuff like that. Um, so they'd like say like uh, you know um, that. Uh, you know that some guy who was a, who became a guard in the ss or something or um or you know that that guy who had a had a cult uh jim jones and stuff like that and they go like into all the background stuff but on this on this one they were talking about um fitness influences and then for some reason the the presenter and his guest just go on a rant about Chris Pratt, like saying like, he's the worst human ever. Like, you know, he's, yeah. he's such a horrible guy. He's such a disgusting human. I was like, wow, seriously. It is guys, it's crazy. Isn't it's, it? It's, yeah. It is cool to hate on Chris Pratt. Like, yeah. just for 
no real he's, he hasn't actually done anything outwardly seriously bad it's just things that people have interpreted to be one way or the other that yeah it's yeah that's a weird thing yeah basically basically he's part of like a you know a church or something that yeah. um you know doesn't let see certain people in or whatever but then you don't you don't have to be part of that church right i guess you know you don't have to you know um i, I don't know i don't know they should be hating on bloody um Rock. <laughs> no, <not> rock. <laughs> no, I was going to say Jeremy Renner. I was going to say, take your anger from Chris Pratt and put it, put it on Jeremy Renner instead, man. Enjoy, enjoy my crew. We should. I'm going to actually put a put a poll up. Actually, I want to put a poll up on the on the Facebook page. Who who do you hate more, The Rock or Jeremy Renner? Right, and I'll, I'll report back on that next week and wow. then see because that is basically the the DC versus Marvel podcast, right? Where Ed's Ed's has has a pure some people say it's jealousy but i actually say it's a deserved hate of, of the rock thank you, right? thank you. and uh, and uh, and i have we i have can a, see. a hate of jeremy renner yes, right which you can see behind the curtain of this 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 mask the wizard like that that's what it is this facade that they have tricked the world to see but we can see behind it do you know do you know the the one, the one that really sealed it for The Rock there for me. And guys, if you haven't seen this, go to The Rock's page uh, on Instagram. Search for um, Avengers Endgame. You'll find it. Avengers Endgame Rock. There's a video where The Rock is supposedly congratulating um, the, the cast and crew and the directors of Avengers Endgame for being the biggest film whatever right and he's like on the face of it if you looked at the script of this he'd say oh wow what a lovely guy what a nice guy whatever right but the thing is like guys I kind of I, I, I sit opposite people every single day when my job is pretty much to kind of read what they're going to be like and kind of find out is this going to be like a a problem patient i don't really want it or is this going to be like you know the type of person that i want to work with and stuff like that and when the rock was like yeah guys congratulations on the win good it's great that you've won well done this time you've won well done congratulate and then when he said that this time i was like yeah mate i know exactly what you're saying you're basically saying um we did it this time, but I'm going to get you next time. That's yeah, basically what he's won, saying. You've won this battle, but the war's not over yet. Yeah. And, and this is the thing. He's not being nice. He's like being like, I'm going to beat you, basically, hmm. right? And that is not somebody being nice to say congratulations on winning. And that is the thing that you need to see about The Rock. He, d- he doesn't celebrate other people winning apart from himself, right? He wants himself to win, to build up his ego more and more. Who... I, I, It'll be interesting to know like what people think, whether Vincent Mann or The Rock have a bigger ego, right? <laughs> out, out the, two, out the two of them who, who you know, who, uh, who, who kind of do stuff to kind of, you know, uh, pump themselves up, uh, you know, more. But um, but yeah, en- enough about that. Let's um, let's go into our, la- our last kind of, because uh, I could go on, the, you know, I like Captain America, I could do this all day. Yeah, I know, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> I, I could, I could cuss them all day. But anyway, um, the uh the the last part of the show is where me and Ed's kind of 
kind of kind of stop our rivalry for a, for a second on the DC versus Marvel, um, and then go into a uh, some mutual subjects there. So um, there's a couple of things there that um, that got released um, uh, recently. We had saw some um, some kind of promotional images for uh, for Obi Wan, like you know the kind of um, the the concept art yeah. uh, for Obi Wan. Um, and also some uh, some uh, kind of still from uh, the new Predator film, which is coming out next year as well. So, uh, should we first go into the Star Wars, into the Obi Wan stuff? Um, I am very surprised how much of it seems to take place back in the main Star Wars mm-hmm. stuff. Like, I, didn't, I wasn't expecting to see Obi Obi Wan fighting Darth Vader, and you see, it's all of the. It's like, it, yeah, it feels like it just picks up after the. Ooh, like, what's the period? It's like in between the prequels and the mm. and the original trilogy. So it kind of feels like it just picks up right after Clone Wars. So that's the weird thing. Like he basically went and dropped off Luke with Baru and uh, Owen, right? Owen, Owen Lars and uh, and Baru, and then basically dropped him off on Tatooine there. And then what happened? He went back to fight Darth Vader. Like this is literal Darth Vader. This is not Anakin. Yeah, this is like full on Darth Vader. Like yeah. you know. So I don't know, man. This is that's kind of crazy to me. Like well, you know, maybe at some point he finds out he's still alive because then he just leave him for dead. And yeah, I think he kind of was like, "I'm not going to help you." So if you survive, you survive. You know, if you don't, you or don't. Darth Vader comes after him. Yeah, but then wouldn't he know Tatooine? Like. Like on Tatooine, <laughs> like you know, I guess we'll find out. But I'm I'm a lot I more excited know. for this. I'm a lot more yeah. excited for this than I was. I, I'm a lot more excited because actually now Hayden Christensen is going to be Darth Vader, right, rather yeah. than Anakin, which makes it even better. I know. I guess uh, he's still going to be Anakin in Ahsoka, but in in this, I guess it's uh, that excites me That's more. just his voice, though, isn't it? Because he's not going to be in a suit. He can't fit in that damn thing. So it's going to have to be his voice talking. But then his voice doesn't sound like James Earl Jones. So what was the point in him being in it? Yeah, that's the thing. Do, do you know what? They're, I think they're rushing these things quick, man, because James Earl Jones, I, I saw like a um, a video of him uh, like a couple of days ago and dude is not well, man. So I I think they're just trying to, trying to you know, yeah, do this tough quick in before. It. What is this? It's got to be in his 80s 90. now or something. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 Dude is, dude is, is old, man. I mean, he's, he's, he's been in hollywood for a long long yeah. time um so another thing which actually we've talked about this before of predator so predator legion which basically is the predator taking place 300 years ago um in the comanche which the comanche i i would assume are native um are native american indians um and is basically like him going to find the best warriors of the time which is you know the comanche basically right um so we kind of talked about this before as a way for the predator to go um does that excite you that it's kind of going into this way um this is i don't know like if if their synopsis for this or their selling pitch was going to be a site apocalypto and predators combined then i'll be like yes give me that give me that in my veins but you just don't know because they've kind of been screwing up the predator stuff for a long time mm. now <laughs> a long time the predator stuff they could do in a similar way of the way they should have done eternals 
So it's like, you know, we have this history of basically like, you know, the, the, the Mayans, they, their sanitation was messed up. They couldn't actually like grow any crops anymore. And they just started sacrificing everybody to, to try and get their gods to get water and stuff like that. And, um, and that was kind of how their, you know, they, they had their downfall. They could change it a little bit and actually be like predator came and he started, yeah. <laughs> he started like just killing wha- people and stuff. Weapon, um, and I think if they, if they started, I think if this is successful, we're going to be seeing a lot more. We're going to be seeing a, we'll see a Zulu one at some point. We'll see a, you know, a, yeah, well, you're right. They should do it for every fallen civilization that we don't know why it fell. So yeah, you just every, which, whichever one Babylon, like have it. The predators came and then whacked them up. And their reason is, is because they do not want a civilization to occur where they can eventually be beaten. Right, because they're always chasing after prey, right? So, um, you know, it's always just like, you know, they go in there and they know that they're gonna. They, it's kind of like a proving ground for the young predators, pretty much, yeah. right? But they know really they're not really gonna be kind of beaten. But all these kind of things that kind of don't make sense. They could have one as well, like you know, they they put a bomb in Hiroshima, right? Hiroshima was the first one, right? They could have like uh, Nagasaki, like exploding. But actually, that was the predator. The Americans like, what the hell? Did we drop a bomb there? Like, yeah. we got to make up a history that we dropped a bomb in Nagasaki as well. But actually, it was they sent a team in to fight the predator, and the predator there just go. got beaten and then blew the whole place up. Pompeii um, they, they could have been resolved. Predators, like someone used that uh, that nuclear thing that they have and then threw it in a volcano in it. We like have to destroy yeah, everything. After yeah, wipe the whole place up. That would be amazing. That would be absolutely amazing, man. Or yeah, or or like, um, didn't they have that thing like in the it was in AVP or something where like predators were just fighting these aliens, just like you know, um, they could have aliens coming out of the bloody volcano. It's like like, the predator just decides, I've just got to wipe this place out because the the aliens are going to run over this planet, man. There's so Uh... many crazy ways to go, man. If you had infinite budget and um. And just crazy fanboys just uh, just talking about every uh, the juice uh, is every... watching. Give us a budget, we will write your scripts. <laughs> give it, yeah. Give us give us a budget, and we'll give you. I, I would I, my I, ideal job, right, would basically be like an ideas house. Yeah. Like I, you know, just just kind of like coming up with it, or just literally being like, you know, people coming with a script, and then you read it, and then it's kind of like dude, this makes no sense. You've got to change this around to this or change this around Script to that. doctor. Yeah, that would yeah. be a great job. That would be a wicked job, man. Um, but yeah, that's a, you know, pipe dream, isn't it? One day. One day. <laughs> that's the thing, man. That is the thing. So so guys, uh, that brings us to, um, did we miss anything? No, we didn't miss anything, did we? No. Uh, that, no, 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 that pretty much brings us to the end of the uh marvel and marvel <laughs> podcast right <laughs> for today don't worry dc fans there will be some dc stuff uh <laughs> coming back in the future right so um so yeah so uh so guys if you want to if you want to um uh, ask us any questions let us know what you think of uh, of any of these subjects uh, you can email us on dcbsmarvelpod at gmail.com uh, also go to the most active which is the facebook page uh looking for dc yeah. versus were marvel we, as well were we too harsh on eternals let us know 
Were we too harsh on Eternals? I think some people are going to say yes, to be honest. <laughs> but it's going to be few and far between, considering the fact that ninety-five percent of our of yeah. our uh, of our uh, fans on the on the Facebook page are uh, yeah are uh, DC fans. So they're probably going to be like, no, even though probably none of them watched it anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 You know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, guys, let us know what you think, uh, what you think about Eternals, man. Um, and, uh, and all the other stuff. Are you excited for any of these oh, other uh, shows there as well? Yeah. We didn't mention Echo. Oh, Echo. Yes. What is Echo about anyway? I think maybe, uh, maybe I looked at that and I actually thought Echo, is that actually, a, <laughs> she's something she's, or is that just like a typo? Like She's mostly with Daredevil, which could feed into one of the things mm-hmm. and then wanting to bring him back. She's the adopted daughter of Kingpin. She's Native American and she's deaf. Yeah, she's deaf. Mm-hmm. And they're making a I shot. think I missed out on uh, Ironheart as well, right? I think Ironheart was the other one that, okay, that I didn't okay. that I didn't uh, I, I didn't put out. I think it's, ah, we'll it was the whole like thing. We'll talk about Ironheart next time, basically, yeah, yeah, right? Um, but yeah, so um, so guys, if you want to uh, mess us about any of those things, then go to those platforms. Once again, you can catch Ed's. If you want more fix of Ed's throughout the week, uh, rather than yeah. the start. <laughs> You can catch Ed's on uh, his other podcast there as well. Uh, talking at the movies, um, all podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on the Voltron Network on YouTube, where you can also find a video of this as well. 